What's buzzing today, Buzz? Hey, guys, it's Yolanda. Let me tell you, today is a very special day. First of all, happy birthday uh, to my mother on the other side, my angel, my guardian, and everything. I wanted to just, like, breeze through this. I thought I would. So, listen, today is that change-up day. It's my mother's birthday, and um, may she rest in peace and just, okay, get through this. All right, so listen. Uh, several years ago, I did an event, I launched a event called words to my sister and it ironically happened on my mother's birthday. And I'm, all of this is like coming out like right now, as I say this, um, on that day, we did a pledge at that event that that particular day would be the first day of the rest of our lives. And everything from that moment on being aware of who we were, being aware of who we needed to become, being, becoming, and, and all of that. That was the day that I said would be the first day of the rest of my life. And all the rest of this is just continued blessings, uh, something that I will find and be grateful for. And on this day, I want to, as I, it's, there's a couple of things happening with me right now is uh, I'm ready, to, so ready to get back to life. And coincidentally, it happens on February the 8th of my mother's uh, um, birthday and a day that I declared uh, some time ago would be the first day of the rest of my life. And as you know, I'm coming through trauma, coming through grief, not just by myself and my family and so forth, but trying to put my blogging hat back on. So there are some things that culminated with 2019, the fifth year in a five-year plan of, and none of which was part of the plan, but surviving it all. So what you're noticing is, wait, this podcast is a little bit different than the podcast before this, right? Because in surviving, one of the things I had to do is because I could no longer do what I I did, uh, I had to walk away from a lot of that because one, mentally I could not handle it and become a caregiver. But that, how to create buzz and so forth, those were things that I could do for others and survive and thrive, right? And so now I'm ready to start blogging again. Um, Starting with 2019, I had some things I was going to roll out. We went back to how we started. We started doing these covers, really beautiful covers. um, And I call them covergrams. Now, um, working on the tagline was follow Atlanta's original digital, being one of the original digital publications about Atlanta starting in, in 2002. In 2000, of course, with the whole YQ2K and all of that, I uh, was doing internet radio and I had an opportunity, had this massive audience all around the world globally. And every morning when I would come on to do my segment, I would say that I was live from Atlanta. So everybody was like, wait, you're in Atlanta. I'm coming to Atlanta. You know, from that time on. Uh, Atlanta being an international hub, everybody was either coming to or through Atlanta. So I was always answering, again, questions about the city. And everybody at some point has lived in Atlanta, will live in Atlanta. So just a lot. So I became that person, that go-to person. And, and if you look up Atlanta online, you're probably going to find Dryer Buzz and you want to know, well, what is that? Okay. I'm going to, and, and listen, this is raw. So yeah, I got a sniffle. Sorry about that. Um, so another part of that was dryer buzz for those of you that are hearing it for the first time started in the hair salon because 2000 for 2000 into 2002, I did all my research on launching a publication that would go, that would be 
specifically for hair salons and barbershops, particularly for hair salons. Um, I, I had throughout the years done newsletters, community newsletters, publications, newspapers, all those kind of things. That that's my life storytelling, right? And being an advocate with the storytelling and, and owning a piece of media all my life. I wanted to own a piece of media and really come in and disrupt media. And I think I've done that right. 17 years at the time of recording this. And so coming, getting back to it, having to step away from it for four years, pretty much five, five years, um, and go into just writing and telling others how to do it, how to blog, how to brand, how to create buzz, how to generate buzz, how to keep it going, selling and all of that, um, that I just noticed I, I never really loved that as much, you know, I've helped some wonderful people get there, but I love storytelling and that's what I wanted to get back to. So in 2019, um, that's what my plan is. So that's why you're seeing the change up. And I asked a friend if I should start another podcast or just let this one evolve. And I'm like, I'll just let this one evolve or just because this is a part of that, right? Evolution uh, is a part of what we're doing and, and you have to be ready to and willing to adapt, right? And so what you've witnessed for the past four years was me adapting to the lifestyle I had to live and the caregiver walking away from, you know, the peak of the height of blogging um, and, and do what I had to do. So now I'm back, if that means anything to anybody. OK. And I just felt like it. it listen, it came up, it came out. I said it. OK. So um, along with this podcast, if you follow us on any other platforms, you're going to see that I'm engaging in a couple of things. One is I'm live in the kitchen. Now, that too, live in the kitchen was the evolution of that was therapeutic for me. I don't really want to like say where it was. It fell in, it came, it happened in the five-year plan, but that was part of the therapy of doing that. Now, you know, it's like, I love it. I love engaging in the kitchen. Um, we do live cooking. We have the recipes we are posting, uh, and we have an amazing following for that as well. So yeah, we're going to definitely keep that going. And, um, but we're also going to get out and explore now that I, I feel like I can get out more that happened simply because I could not leave the house. It's like, Oh, I'm not, I'm not ready to go out. I'm not ready to be seen. You know, it's one of those things still dealing with the grief, still crying at the drop of a hat and those kinds of things. I couldn't say yes to invitations and, to, you know, couldn't take on speaking dates because I don't know how I'm going to feel on that day. Just yesterday, I had a wonderful invitation. I wanted to go and celebrate with some people. And I'm like, I can't, right? So you have to be willing to adapt. And that's what's going on today. All right. So this one, I guess this podcast is just going to be about the changes to come because now I'm going to be, I'm dropping so many podcasts and I'm not, not so much that you won't follow. It'll be like what's buzzing today, buzz. And those of you that have been following me, you, you, that's going to sound a whole lot familiar because I used to do it live on Instagram. Um, but you know, with the things that are going on with the Spotify and the anchor and all the other podcast platforms, podcasting, we've had a podcast since about 2000. Oh shoot. I can't even count it. Oh my God. Um, it, well, being that I was one of the first to do internet, internet radio, <sighs> lots of firsts. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's just an extension of that. And then I've also done terrestrial radio, traditional radio as well. So if people say, man, she talks a lot, it's because I believe in the no dead air. Um, and I look the back to the covers. Let me go back to the covers. So not each day, but um 
throughout the week we launch a cover and it's usually it's basically gonna if I'm Love my love for photography, my love for capturing the moments that I have. If it looks good on the cover, it's going on the cover today at the recording of this. Uh, it being Black History Month, we are talking about black vegans. Uh, and in that, I talk about the fact of uh, how, uh, as black people, we do a lot as a collective. You know, we're just not individualistic or as monolithic as a lot of people love to say we are. So collectively, there's a conversation and I wanted to connect that conversation with those who are who have been vegan, who are being vegan and those who are becoming vegan. And because there's so much to learn in that and what we in the subtext to that was the more, you know, the more you grow, whether you ready to go out and turn over some dirt this spring or whether you are just searching for. Uh, great places in which to buy real and organic foods, whether you're trying to support the farmers. There's so much to that conversation, whether you're doing it because you want all of that flavor. Like for me, I just want all that good flavor back into my meals. So much of our meals now have become so bland. You know, you eat a tomato and like, you, like wait, where's the tomato taste? Where's, you know, like I drink fresh lemonade, like this doesn't smell or taste like lemons. You know, so I literally had to go on a journey uh, to find places who were curating great vegetables for me because I want a lemon that smells like lemon. I bring a lemon home and I want to smell it in the car. My car smells like lemons. I want, when I cut into it, I want that lemon to burst to just take over my senses. You know, there are those that have gone on the juicing journey. And a lot of people are driven to this simply because of the documentaries that are out there. Like I said, when you know more, the more you know, the more you grow. And there's so much to that. And so it brings up a lot of questions. I know when I started exploring and I am nowhere near vegan, but I do like to explore. Like I said, I, I eat what I eat for the flavor uh, and to live and sustain and so forth. But it makes you afraid. I remember watching and I didn't watch all of the documentaries. I just watched the fat, sick and nearly dead because I was like, I want a flat belly. Why can't I get a flat belly? Right. And then I watched Forks Over Knives and got into the China study and all those kind of things. I know some of you have gone deeper down that wormhole. Uh, even during the Super Bowl recently here in Atlanta, there was the crew that was out anonymous. They looked, they were dressed kind of like anonymous and they had these, they were stationed all over the city and they were showing how animals are slaughtered. They each had these screens where, you know, I'm step off of the Atlanta streetcar and I'm staring at this, the screen of an animal being slaughtered, right? Okay, but we know that that's part of the process. But it, it, the thing about it is somebody, what influence, whatever influenced your decision to go vegan, more power to you. I didn't need that because I'm going to have some sausage in a minute. I'm just saying not to offend anyone, but at the same time, you know, I could go for a vegan sausage. I could go for, you know, but it, I'm just, I'm not vegan. Okay. But I am going to try and facilitate as much as I can. Um, those that need to have that conversation because people see, I make a salad and like, Oh, you're going vegan. No, it's just, I'm having a salad, just a salad. Okay. It's just a salad. All right. Or, or, you know, and on the cover, I, I, I have some, um, I was making some spinach dip and the tomatoes and the spinach was beautiful. I took a picture of it and I'm like, Whoa, that could be a cover. It's a cover, but connecting the conversation, just like when I started on the internet and connecting the diaspora, that's one of the things that I really wanted to do. When I saw that mainframe, I was like, Oh, we can connect the diaspora because as African-Americans, as blacks in America, as blacks throughout the diaspora, 
we do so much as a collective. So that conversation is facilitated. I'm definitely going to bring it more into, and I have, I don't have to even do more because we've done a lot on the topic. In the discussion, I have a daughter who's been vegetarian for a number of years. My son also explored it uh, for when he was younger. And now, you know, everybody's doing their doing their thing. Do you do you? You don't have to worry about explaining it to anybody, you know. And I think one of the things I talk about, especially as it relates to juicing and trying these things, we get overwhelmed because we do too much. So I like to try to help you find the steps into that. Uh, for Valentine's Day, our recipes for Valentine's Day, I am doing uh, my funny vegan Valentine, my vegan Valentine. So we are going to do a vegan. Uh, and, and this is the thing about it is this one. It seems like and we got to We're going to find out we're going to help you through this. There's vegetables, vegetarian and then there's vegan. Right. Like I like everybody else. I've been I've been in the line at slutty vegan and I'm like, man, that cheese, that cheese substitute, whatever they got tastes good. I ain't so crazy about the burger, right? I'm like, okay, because I'd really rather just have a veggie burger. I don't need the sub- meat substitute. I don't, one of the things, that, this is, let me ask y'all vegans, is I don't understand why you got to have something that's light. If it ain't bacon, I don't need, you ain't even got to say or pretend it's bacon. Don't, it ain't no vegan bacon. Okay. <laughs> Stop. You know, it's like, I don't need, I don't need to pretend because if I'm going to eat veggies, I want to eat veggies, you know, but I understand you know, if you feel like you're depriving, and this thing about it, you're not supposed to feel like you're depriving yourself because the one thing about it is it's so much flavor. So, yes, I stood in, I stood in line. I will say that. I, I went over to cover the grand opening, so we got amazing video with the owner and, and the crew and all of that. Then I went back, and I stood in line about an hour, and I was like, okay, I can't do this. It's cold out here, and I haven't moved a car length. A car length, literally, because my car was, like, right there. And I'm like, I started at the back of my car. I've been here an hour. I'm only at the front of the car. I can't do this. So then my dad sacrificed. And he was like, he went over in the cold and stood in line for the two hours, two, three hours to get a burger. And I rode by, just let me go check on my daddy. And he was at the door. And yes, I kind of broke the line, got in line with him, got a burger. Let me tell you, it was phenomenal. Okay. Phenomenal burgers. And let me tell you. If you're going just for the burger, if you think biting into that burger is going to be it, that you're missing it. It's not that. That's not it. It's the line, y'all. It's the camaraderie. It's hanging out. It's being in the community. It's reinvesting in the community. All of that. The burger at the end is just the icing on the cake because you can't do anything but have an amazing time. I walked up and the people who were in my dad's part of the line was like, you must be his daughter. He has talked about you. That made my heart feel so good. I'm like, oh, my daddy's talked about in the vegan line. So, um, got the burger y'all. And I wanted to go live like right then and taste my burger. And I tell you, I almost started a riot trying to taste that burger right there with all those people standing in line. You got to watch the video. It's absolutely funny. Go to our YouTube channel. Uh, you can go to YouTube, look up dryer buzz or just go to dryerbuzzeats.com. That'll take you to the YouTube channel. Amazing. So continue blessings for them. Uh, the line, like I said, you know, it's, it's there. Yes, there is an amazing demand. Uh, they've got, not only do they have the brick and mortar location, which had its grand opening, but they're still rolling out their food truck line. There's a line at both. There is a little bit of something in, in the delivery of them trying to get through the process of getting the, the burgers out faster. But yes, the line is driven by both. It's something in the system, but X actually the demand is insane. But like I said, if you're going over, you're going to get in line. 
Enjoy the line. Enjoy being hanging out. Enjoy the community. Enjoy watching what's going on around you. Enjoy ear hustling. Enjoy getting to know somebody because by the time you get to that front of that line, honey, if you, I keep telling you, if you don't like people, don't go. Okay. But if you want to just be all up in the mix, it's a beautiful experience. The burger at the end of the line is just icing on the cake. Also, um, in a recent cover, we talked about the fact that this whole vegan thing, black vegans, um, uh, in the search of everybody going, trying to get more, trying to go vegan or whatever. I don't even know what to call it. Whether, no matter what diet you're doing, it's requiring a lot of vegetables. And that has created a demand, a, a, a renaissance. And I won't say, I'm not, I, I don't want to ever say it's something new because like I said, there are those that are been green, right? Hashtag been green. We've been green. Uh, not we, but you know, we've been green as a culture, as a community. Uh, we didn't always have meat. You didn't eat meat every day. And I'm still surprised today that we have such a, a restaurant industry that just thrives on meat because we've been green. And I think because we were so green that we migrated to this meat society, but it has done nothing for us as far as health concerns. So, but it has created uh, going green and vegan and so forth has created an amazing renaissance here in Atlanta. There are many, many grand openings that have happened of late. We dedicated a cover to it. Um, my daughter and I are actually going to leave and go and check a couple of these spots today as we go out and be tourists in the city. Um, hopefully I can catch one that's uh, been around. They got a salmon slider, y'all. And I know I just said vegan, but those that are what is the pescatarian diet? I don't know. We're exploring. I'm exploring the history of it. Y'all do you, but they're supposed to have a salmon slider and I've been trying to get over there to try this salmon slider. So hopefully I'll get one today and won't be disappointed. I'll definitely let you know. Um, do I want to add another topic on here? Lastly, I want to talk a little bit about what's buzzing today. Wendy Williams has, uh, taken a sabbatical, uh, health wise and emotional and, you know, a lot of rumors going on there. Wendy is boss. Okay, let me talk to Wendy for a second. Wendy, you need to remember how boss you are. You just need to go to tape shows. She needs to go to tape shows. I don't know why she's continuing to try to do the live shows um, because it's just been such a failure for the last year. And one, you know, just I think with the health concerns and just so much going on, and we don't, we don't want to, I don't want to get into, well, you know, it's just a lot of stuff going on, okay? Um, but I don't understand. And I know to have the live thing because even the other shows have gone live. That's when you know you are a pioneer. That's when you know you're leading in the industry. You know, the other shows were taped. Now they've gone live. But uh, I watched a tape episode of something she does in a car or something like that. That was Boss Wendy. And I think she just needs to go to tape shows. Uh, go in and take those three days like Oprah and all that everybody else used to do. Tape them shows, honey. And, uh, and go chill the rest of the week. But, you know, I understand. Hey, listen, you know, I, I, I think she's looking at it purely from her earning potential. Uh, she's worked very hard to get there, you know, to, to be the queen of all media. And, uh, we can't tell her, but I mean, watching her faint live on Halloween and then watching each day as she teeter totters and w- trying to walk and in the stage and in her chair and, and, you know, like she, wearing the flats. It's like, there's so much to accommodate whatever is going on. And I'm a woman of a certain age as well. So I know there's some issues there. And then on top of, you know, having the, having the issues. And then when you have those health issues and then you have things going on in your life, it's going to take a toll. I don't want to sit, be sitting here and watch this woman 
lose it emotionally. Like every day she comes on the air, she looks like she's about. To, I mean, that's been every day, the entire time of her show. Every day she comes on, you don't know if it's a good cry or a bad cry, right? It's there. It's just lingering, right? And it makes people wonder, like, damn, how much are you dealing with before you, they say go? You know, how much are you dealing with afterwards? You know, taped shows. Just do taped shows, okay? So, on that note, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, again, I know I'm going to share this out so some of you are going to realize, whoa, she got a Spotify and, uh, yes, we're getting back to blogging, getting back to amazing storytelling. Um, if you have a suggestion for the cover, you have a suggestion for a recipe, um, uh, kitchen cam, we launched a kitchen cam on YouTube, still in the kitchens on kitchen on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, Thursday, we're out in the city. Um, uh, the book club is kind of on hold, although we've brought it into the kitchen with the cookbooks as we're exploring the recipes and so forth. Uh, so we're going to get back to that. Uh, theater is amping back up. Movies are amping back up. Everything. The spring is coming. I can feel it, even though we're probably not supposed to be feeling spring at this time, but it, we do have a climate issue. So anyway, let me just tell you, honey, I'm excited and I'm so glad to be excited on this day, my mother's birthday. And I think she will be excited to, as well. So, uh, on that note, keep your eye, keep your ear out for another podcast and also follow me all around the web. Just use the hashtag dryer buzz.